This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. Welcome to the end of the week. Uh, uh, it's Mind Warp time in the Theory Podcast. Hey chickens, fabulous Adam Richard here, and I have reached the end of Mind Warp, so that's part eight of Trial of a Time Lord. There's still six to go. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. So um, thanks for all of your reactions, your theories, your the many, many people who just say, love Brian, blessed. Don't really care about the rest of the story. Uh, and, uh, you know, earlier in the week I was talking about my concerns about the bizarre uh, makeup. And uh, James and I got into a weird conversation on Twitter because that's what it's like here in lockdown. Um, <laughs> but we're talking about a King Ikanos' uh, makeup tutorial channel. Uh <laughs> He just tweeted all in capital letters, and I shall try to do it justice. Welcome to King Ikano's makeup channel. Today, I'm going to show you how to apply the perfect extended eyeliner. <laughs> Pay attention now as I demonstrate the technique on my magnificent queen. <laughs> Matrix redacted. Um, <laughs> that was silly fun. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Karen just re- replied with spoiler. Oh my god, they killed Perry! Ah! Yes, they did indeed kill Perry. It was quite a shocking moment. Um, Terry, <laughs> Terry says, "Prudence shall be our watchword." I crack up during that scene. I am King Iganos. Um, yes, Terry, it is fun. It is very good fun. He also says, uh, "If anyone hasn't seen it, download I Claudius." Not only does ha- it have Brian Blessed, it's got Patrick Stewart, John Hurt, Derek Jacobi, and oh my God, Sean Phillips, who is incredible. Um, she also plays a scary robot in. Uh, the Doctor's Daughter audios on Big Finish. Uh, she is amazing. She was uh, the partner of uh, Peter O'Toole for a long time. Um, 
By the way, I'm not saying that to take anything away from her. She is an amazing actor. Just, you know, a bit of fun trivia. Um, And Lord, can you imagine them in the theatre together? That would have been a terrifying experience. Uh, Amazing, but terrifying. Um, Squirrel Comedy says, Brian lifts the entertainment value of this story enormously, loving him. And uh, on a photo that I posted of Kiv in his primitive fisherman form with the sting that never came back in the story. Why did he have the sting? Anyway, um, I've been thinking he looks like a fourth member of the police, says Squirrel Comedy. Oh, bless. Um, uh, Ian says you can only type Brian Blessed in caps as his name is always shouted in my head. That's true. Uh, Luke said, I thought it was a very confronting episode, especially for a five-year-old watching it back in 86. Whoa. Yeah, this would have been full on. Like, I was 15 and I was a bit freaked out by the whole thing. Um, Even now, he still says 10 out of 10, fantastic episode. Uh, The look of horror and emotion from the Doctor was really powerful. Uh, that in itself is an amazing moment in Doctor Who history. It, like, just... I mean, I watched a few of the special features on the Blu-ray uh, for season 23. It's a great Blu-ray set. There's so much stuff in it. Um, I had already watched them all on DVD and all of the behind-the-scenes weirdness that was going on, like the craziness and people cracking the sads and not really wanting to go on with things is uh, is confronting. Um and also, you know, Colin Baker kind of saying, you know, maybe I was meant to just say, oh, I'm leaving and tow the party line, but I am not that kind of person, um, <laughs> which I appreciate. Uh, I have been in that situation before um, and it is awful. Uh, I, when, when we worked in radio, there was a whole thing of like, you had to, when they decided to axe your show... Uh, which, you know, our show had been going for 10 years when they decided that we were surplus to requirements. Um, They wanted to bring in someone new. So they, we were told that we had to say we were leaving. Now, on a personal level, I was already, I had already decided to leave. So when my boss rang me and said, um, we're winding up the show at the end of the year, I was like, oh yeah, okay. And he goes, did you hear me? I was like, yeah, I heard you. (laughs) Anyway, um... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There is a a weird thing when you get fired and are told to make out like you left. Uh, So, on just a personal level, I appreciate uh, Colin Baker for not playing that particular game. Um, Even though it was probably quite difficult for him at the time. The reason I was going into this is because one of the things I loved is Nicola Bryant, uh, who played Perry, talking about the fact that when she was asked... You know, how do you want to leave the series? She goes, I want to go out with a bang. Um, And I feel like it is shocking and it's horrific and it's really full on. uh, But it it is a really dramatic ending. My biggest problem with it is that it doesn't really gel with the rest of the, with the other three episodes it just sort of comes out of nowhere like if if in the first episode crozier had a look at perry's noggin and went oh that is the place i am putting kiv and we spent the entire four episodes of them trying to get her back in there and like oh there's the head that's the head we want instead it's like oh i might put it in the doctor's head i'm gonna put it in this other primitive fish man like there's no, it just sort of seems like a last minute thing. Like she's wandered in and he's gone, oh yeah, you'll do. 
<laughs> so yeah. Anyway, uh, many, many, many more uh, theories and thoughts here. Uh, uh, Charles said, I vaguely remember watching this when I was 11 and found Perry's apparent demise slightly traumatizing at the time. Yes, it still is. Uh, now I view it as such an iconic moment in the show, but there were times <laughs> where the way Perry was treated did border on misogynistic border on it. Oh, it's well over the other side. She wore a bikini in her first episode. It's not okay. Um, Matt has challenged me to laugh like Syl. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do love Syl. Like, uh, as I, I, I can't remember whether I said it uh, earlier, but I used to frequently... And still do, occasionally, when someone is uh, obfuscating the truth, I will say, You are a lying liar! Uh, <laughs> which is a line from Vengeance on Pharaohs. <laughs> and then, I can't, I can't really do... Can I do Sills laugh? I, I just have to imagine I've got a handful of marshmallows. I've shoved them into my mouth. And I go... <laughs> <laughs> no, I sound like uh, I'm in the Groovy Ghoulies. Uh, <laughs> did anyone watch that cartoon? Am I the only one that loved the Groovy Ghoulies? Um, so Matt has a theory. Uh, Matt says the Doctor's trial is this because of the division and the secret missions they were sending him on? <gasps> oh. When the doctor ran, they were not okay with it and concocted a plan to drag him back. Within the trial season, there are many gaps. We see the Time Lords pulling him out of space and time to attend the trial, uh, which is uh, in this final episode of Mind Warp. By that point, he's forgotten where Perry is, forgotten who Mel is. Are there a myriad of stories within this trial season that could be slotted in? Indeed, could the Joe Martin doctor slot in here somewhere? Oh! <gasps> Oh my god! That that is uh, quite a shocking revelation. Um, he says, "Or have I eaten too many orange smarties?" And my brain has theory diarrhea. <laughs> Very possibly, Matt. Very possibly. Adam says the Chibnall stealings continue. Oh yes, the the parallels. The reason we're doing Trial of a Time Lord is because of the number of parallels between. Jodie Whittaker, season 12, uh, and this Colin Baker, season 23. Uh, the Doctor lectures Perry about Earth's reliance on fossil fuels. Yes, I said, been some eco-talk. Um, foreshadowing the timeless children, the Matrix cannot lie. Oh, yes, it can. <laughs> He's written that in capitals like it's a pantomime. Uh, the Doctor wasn't always like that. Bits of it are beginning to bob back into my mind. Mm, fascinating. Uh, and his sill at one point says, I endeavour to maintain a certain continuity. Um, <laughs> he is the angry fans. <laughs> he, <laughs> he is the angry fans. Poor Syl. Um, the events took place, but not quite as we've seen them, which is Brendan foreshadowing. Oh, Brendan, the Irish policeman. That is, that is true. Um... Uh, Adam has many theories, uh, lots of them ridiculous, including one that King Yukanos is the Doctor mind wipe and force regenerated. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for all of your theories. I have enjoyed this. We are heading into possibly the most 80s story uh, from the entire, like Doctor Who was on for all of the 80s, uh, finished in 89. Um but 1986 was peak 80s and uh, 
Melanie Bush, who we are about to meet, is the most 80s thing that ever happened to Doctor Who, and I look forward to your reactions to it. That starts on Monday. Oh my God, that's so exciting. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 